Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. So I'm going to give you a forewarning. My husband is in the background playing with the kids and they're all running around super loud, screaming in the background. (laughs) And therefore, if you hear any strange noises, that would be them. So my apologies in advance. (laughs) But we got to work with what we've got, right? So here I am talking to you about today's topic that has been near and dear to my heart for, gosh, so long. And it's a topic that always comes up when I am first connecting with potential clients. It's a topic that comes up that I hear from other coaches. It's a topic that I hear from people in their everyday lives. It's a topic that I lived for the entirety of my human resources career. In fact, I actually considered it my zone of genius, and I still consider it my zone of genius. I consider it my bread and butter. What am I talking about? I am talking about tactics, my friends. I am talking about strategies. I am talking about all of the things that fall under that umbrella. So what does that mean? That means time management hacks. That means time management tactics. That means calendar management. That means all of the things, all of the systems that you would utilize in order to help you become more productive, more efficient more effective, ultimately. That is what I specialized when I was in human resources. And I find it extremely ironic that I lived, breathed, and ate processes, procedures, systems, and designed workflow, designed job descriptions, designed handoffs on who does what and what they need to do in order to get it done and then move it on to the next person and then the next person, right? That's what we call work design. And that was what I loved to do. In fact, I still love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I always thought that it was the solve all. A manager would come to me and say, oh, Tara, I have some efficiency issues, the productivity of my team is not where it needs to be at, we'd sit down and we would look at what are their processes and procedures, what systems they're using in order to 
utilize those processes and procedures. And that's what we would do. What is their job responsibilities? What are the tasks at hand that each one has to do before it moves on to the next, into the next? So we would look at the current state and then we would identify, okay, here's an issue here, here's an issue here, here's where we could be more uh, effective, more efficient, and here's how we're going to fix it. That's what I like to call my friends a strategy. And then also you would see this from a one-on-one perspective in my field. I would have employees come to me. I would have managers come to me and say, oh, I have a performance issue I need to maximize my time or my team member. They're just falling behind in this area, right? And we would come up with different tactics that they can utilize in order to become more effective and efficient, right? And that would be in numerous different strategies. I mean, gosh, the tactics, the strategies, it just goes on and on. It just depends on the person. It depends on you know, what their job description is depends on the overall goals, right? So for you listening, I'm sure that you can relate because if you're especially in the corporate setting or even if you are a solo entrepreneur, if you have a team, you know that you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to get the finished product and so forth. So you know what I'm talking about. So that is when tactics would come into play. But I'm going to tell you that one thing that always came into play and we never really dove into it, and that was we would have, let's say, one team that we would design their workflow for, meaning handoff to handoff, who does what, right? And we would design processes, procedures, and the systems to use those. And it was always a wonder why one team would meet their goals. Sometimes you would have a team that would outperform those goals and would do exceptionally well. And then you would look at another team that had the same process, procedures, and they would not do well. They would fall short. There were issues. And a lot of times in human resources, we kind of all go back to, oh, well, the team members are not necessarily getting along. And we would, of course, look at it from a people perspective, but we would never look at it on a deeper level, which is what I'm going to tell you about today. And this is why it's so ironic that I lived, breathed, ate, taught, and still consider this to me my area of expertise, one of my best assets. Uh, And that is tactics. That is strategies, right? And what happens is when you have a problem, whether it's in your personal life or if it is in your career, you look at it and you think, okay, well, here's my issue. I'm burned out, for example. And in order to overcome my burnout, all I need to do is go home earlier. 
all I need to do is stop checking my emails throughout the entire day. I'm going to put together a a calendar management system where I don't do that. I only check it between 10 and 11 a.m. and 2 and 3 p.m., right? So now I just developed a tactic on how to manage that. So, yep, now my problem is solved. And the funny thing is that you know what to do, but yet you do not follow it. I practice what I preached. So when I was a workaholic and when I was in the stages of burnout, I identified several activities that I needed to fix, such as going home on time, such as not checking my emails all throughout the day, such as not going home and continuing to work, such as not working on the weekends. Um, There were so many habits. My goodness gracious, there's a million different habits. And I identified, here's what needs to stop. I no longer should be doing these things. Stop calling candidates after five o'clock because you should be going home versus calling them. And I knew what to do. I knew the path to success. But guess what? Guess what? What do you think I did? Yeah, you're probably guessing correctly. I knew what to do, but yet I didn't do it. (laughs) And I would try it again and try it again. And then, oh, what did I do? Okay, well, this strategy is not working. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to try a new strategy. I am going to try a new tactic because clearly it's the tactics that are not working. In actuality, I wasn't even using the tactics. And I blamed it on, oh, well, that's just not for me. That just doesn't make sense for me. I need something a little bit, you know, more stronger, (laughs) like something that's more in your face versus setting my alarm to tell me that I it's time to wrap it up and go home, right? So I blamed the tactic, even though in my heart of hearts, I knew it's not the tactic, it's me. I'm just not following the tactic, right? So as I just illustrated, I spent the entirety of my career creating strategies for departments, for the company, for individuals. And when used correctly, people were successful. When used inconsistently, you would see inconsistent results. When not used at all, of course, the result would fall short. And the obvious answer is people are just not following these tactics. And it all starts with your mind. Why are you choosing not to follow a system, a process that works. And it all goes back to your mind. But no one puts this together because they're so focused on the problem. I have to fix the problem. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. Try, try, try again, right? 
So it becomes this endless cycle of trying different tactics. And tactics are extremely important. I'm a huge advocate for them. But in order for them to work, you actually have to use them. (laughs) Right? That is the secret of it actually working, my friends. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Here are the pitfalls that people fall into. People fall into the strategy piece, which is tactical. I would like to involve more self-care. Therefore, I am going to do this X amount of days. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to pray. I am going to exercise. I am going to get a massage, whatever it may be. Yes, that is self-care. Yes, it is helping you and it can help you. But if you don't focus on the root cause, if you don't get to why you're not following the tactic, if you don't get to the root of the issue, then you're not going to follow the tactic. You're not going to even select a tactic that's right for you. There is such thing as what works for some may not work for others. And just because a tactic works for so many does not mean that it's right for you. And it all goes back to what I talked about last week, which is that we're so busy that we do not take the time to get into the subconscious. We do not take the time to figure out who we are, what that looks like when we are at our best, what we're good at, what we're not good at, what we like, what we dislike. These are things that are extremely important for you to know because, yeah, maybe this strategy works for some But if I don't necessarily believe in the strategy, if I don't necessarily feel like it's a good fit for me, then am I going to put 100% into it? Odds are I'm probably not. Odds are I'm probably going to be inconsistent. Or I may show up, you know, being not very convincible, especially for those of you that are entrepreneurs and you go to select a sales strategy. For example, hey, I know that this is the right sales strategy. This is everybody's doing it. Everybody's making money off of it. It's going to save me so much time, right? Like there's so many good things about it. But then there's also a huge factor that does not feel right for you does not feel authentic with how you want to show up. So the antidote to overcoming any problem that you may have, whether it's burnout or whether it's a performance issue within your career or if it's even wanting to get that promotion within your career, whatever it is that you have identified as the problem, whatever you have identified as the goal, The key to figuring out the best course of action is getting quiet. It is looking inward, right? It is getting to know yourself so that you can optimize who you are instead of going against 
how we are wired. Now, the way to do that, as we just pinpointed, is to get quiet, right? Is to get quiet and it is to look inward and figure this stuff out. The good, the bad, the ugly, right? What you want out of life, look at it all, my friends, and that's going to help you move into the direction that you want. Because if you never look into that, you never put the time on that, then you're going to continue utilizing the wrong strategies. You're going to create an action plan that is wrong in every sense of the word. So I encourage you, stop wasting your time looking for strategies. Stop wasting your time on time management tactics. Stop wasting your time on self-care tactics. The first thing that you need to do is stop. And the second thing that you need to do is listen, right? Listen. And then the third thing that you ultimately need to do is identify what is the root of the issue? What is the root of the reason why you've been unable to meet your goals, right? So if you look at your goals throughout your life, personal, professional, whatever it may be, and you were to analyze on a scale of one to 10 how well you were successful at that goal, meaning Did you complete it or did you not? And if you did not, why, right? And the odds are you probably maybe come in about a five, which means you completed half of your goals and then the other half you did not. And I would tell you that you're actually lucky if you consider yourself a five out of 10 on that front because 90% of Americans, at least I would actually say the population They start out their New Year's resolutions, and then by February, March, they are done. It is done. Not that they completed their goal. They just decided to give up on their goal because their inner critic got in the way. You know, this shame spiral of, oh, I just can't do it. I've tried, and I'm so inconsistent. One day I can do it, and then the next day I can't, right? And instead of continuing to keep trying, which they shouldn't continue to keep trying, right? If they're going to be that inconsistent. But I'm here to tell you that's normal. We all go through it. But the way to overcome that is to look at your mind and see, well, why am I inconsistent? Why am I unable to meet this goal? So I had to look at why am I working 60, 70 hours a week? Why am I working until eight o'clock at night every night? I had to dive into that. And it was a lot deeper work than I thought it would be. It revealed that I had some work to do. It revealed that I had self-sabotaging behaviors that were putting me in that situation. So until I addressed those behaviors until I addressed what was driving me to choose the actions that I chose, I was going to continue to keep making those decisions. I was going to continue to keep taking those actions. Or 
I was going to continue not taking those actions. So the other day I was talking to a colleague. We're talking about health. And it's like, yeah, of course I know how to lose 15 pounds. But let's go a little deeper on that. I know how, but do I do it? No. Why? It all goes back to your brain. It all goes back to your mind. What are your thoughts? Oh, well, you know, it's my daughter's birthday in a few days. I'm going to have cake and ice cream. The family is going to be over. I'm just going to wait until after her birthday. And then her birthday comes. And then it's in the middle of the week. Oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to start Monday. I'm just going to enjoy myself and I'm going to start fresh on a Monday. And when Monday comes, I have a really hard day, horrible day. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Oh, well, that's not in the diet plan, is it? Okay. I'm just going to wait until the next next month, until the first hit. So I'm going to start a one fresh month, right? Of, And that's when I'm going to start my diet, right? It's only a week or two away. I can just hang out until then. Yes, that is your mind. Your mind 100% created me into that action, into, oh, I'll get it tomorrow. Oh, I'll get it on the first. Those are excuses, my friends. And those excuses are coming from your brain. So stop wasting months, stop wasting years on strategies and tactics. And instead, stop what you're doing, figure out who you are, and figure out what the root of the problem is, what the root of why you're not meeting your goals. What is at the root? What is the actual obstacle that you're facing from a mental standpoint, right? You say you don't have enough time. Well, why is that? Of course, you don't have enough time. None of us have enough time. That's all of our excuses. So why is it your excuse? Get to the root of it. Get to why you're saying that. Get to why you actually believe that, right? That is how you're going to create transformation. That is how you're going to be able to actually reach your goals. Then once you figured that out and you actually start to break these bad habits and you start creating new habits that are going to allow you to take the action that you want to reach your goal, whether it's get that promotion or lose that 15 pounds, overcome burnout, whatever it may be, then you start implementing your strategies. But only when you have figured out your pitfalls. So if you come across people that tell you, oh, just do this, it works. Just do that, it works. No, my friends, it's not that it doesn't work necessarily, but you have to get to the root of your goal. You have to get to the root of the issue. Always, 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 okay? (laughs) So that is my soapbox for today. Those are the pitfalls that I see time and time again uh, everyone mate. Let me tell you this. It's funny. My mother, love her to death. She 
was in human resources, just like I was, a workaholic, and her health at the time was going, it wasn't downhill, but she was just dealing with some different issues, just extremely tired, extremely exhausted, and it was all due to overwork, and she knew this, and the comment that I hear her say, and I would hear her say my entire life, mind you, is all I need to do is leave work by five. <laughs> and I hear this when I'm speaking to potential clients too. Oh, well, all I need to do is this. My question always is, well, how long have you known that? And that's when it kind of hits them like, oh, well, I've known for a long time that it's really important for me to do that. Okay, so why haven't you? I don't know. That's the answer. I have no idea why I do not do something that I know is going to make a difference in my life. It's going to make me happier, right? Why? I don't know. That's what you need to figure out, my friends. So instead of relying on the, all I have to do is this tactic, all I have to do is this self-care routine, no, figure out why. Why you haven't already done that, my friends, okay? And that is going to be where the gold is at. Some of us, in order to figure that out, need someone to hold us accountable. An example of this that I ran into recently with myself is I wanted to go to church on a weekly basis. I have been growing in my faith within the last several years, and I really wanted to start serving. My husband would say, oh, Tara, don't even think about serving. You can't even make it to church on a weekly basis. And that's when I kind of thought about it and thought, you know what? I'm the type of person, and I think most people are to a certain degree, I'm the type of person that I need someone to rely on me. I need that commitment factor. So I didn't listen to him. (laughs) Big surprise, right? I did not listen to him. And I said, okay, I'm going to do things my way because at this point, I've already done the work. I've already stopped and figured out what I need in order to be successful, right? And what I needed was commitment. So what I did is I started serving. And as a result, that was how I made it to church every weekend. That's how I still continue to make it to church every weekend, because I realized that I needed people to rely on me. Me saying, yes, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be serving this day. That is people relying on me and expecting me to show up. And that is why I now go to church on a weekly basis. I rarely, rarely miss, right? And it's because I've made the commitment. Sometimes that's all you need is that commitment factor. So if you're considering working with a coach, going to a therapist, that may be the difference maker in you saying, oh, this is all I need to do versus actually doing what you know you need to do. 
right? There's a big difference between knowing what's right and actually doing what's right. Once you're able to actually do what's right, that's when the tactics come in. That's when the magic happens. That's when you're going to reap the rewards of having an exceptional self-care routine. Yes, it's going to enrich you. It's going to make you better. It's going to help you maintain your goals, right? It's going to help you, absolutely. But it's not what you start with. Do not spend your time chasing strategy after strategy after strategy without doing the mind work, without doing the brain work, without doing the self-discovery. Those are the things that should be number one and need to be number one. It's going to save you years of your life. Trust me. I spent my whole career on it. That's eight years in human resources where I spent my time on that. And not only that, I'm going to leave you with one last pitfall, the third pitfall that everyone that is in burnout goes through and people even trying to reach specific goals. They all do this. Everyone falls trapped to it, which again, it's kind of funny. It all goes back to your mind telling you something and you believing that it's true. So I'm going to give you an example. You change your circumstance in order to fix the problem. Okay, I'm really burned out right now and I'm going to identify the problem. It's because my workload is too much. It's because they demand so much of me. It's because the company culture. It's because I have no help within my department. You tell yourself it's your boss. You tell yourself it's the company. You tell yourself it's the job itself. But the reality of it is, it's not. It's you, my friends. So what happens is you move on to a new company because clearly it was the company's fault or clearly it was your boss's fault, right? And then six months into the job, you find yourself right back where you were before. And you think, oh my gosh, why does this keep happening to me? I changed the issues. I fix the issues by leaving that company. And this happens time and time again. This is why people stay with a job for maybe a year and then they move on and then they do it again and then they do it again. The funny thing is, is the definition of crazy essentially is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And sadly, this happened to me. If you were to go on my LinkedIn profile, you would see I was with the company for like maybe a year and a half to two years, and then I'd move on. One of those reasons was because I was in an entirely different state in New Mexico, but this happened to me, and it took me a major life event of having a baby. It took me, I like to call it my career midlife crisis because I hit rock bottom, and so many people hit rock bottom in order to figure it out. 
And that's why I'm here. I don't ever want you to hit rock bottom because if you do not make the decision to get help, if you do not make the decision to make changes in your life that are going to put you in a better place so that you can be who you truly meant to be, you can go after your dreams, you can have the relationships and that you want, you can be successful in all areas of your life. In order to have that, my friends, you don't have to hit rock bottom. I don't want you to hit rock bottom. I've already done that for you. <laughs> so yeah, that is my story. That is the third pitfall that people fall into, which is let's just change my circumstance and it's going to change the results. But the real issue is you, not your circumstance. So stop wasting your time because I've seen people spend years and years and years. And honestly, when I was in HR, all of my managers would come to me with the same issues, the same issues. So all that did at the time was enable me like, oh, yes, we all work 60. That's just corporate America for you. Everyone works 60 hours. This is what is expected of you. This is just human resources. This is just how it is. <laughs> and then once I started challenging that, like, well, wait a minute. I know a lot of other HR people that don't, you know, work until seven o'clock at night every night. I know a lot of other people that actually take a vacation and they don't work from their vacation. And they're in human resources or they're CEOs. You know, so once I started challenging those thoughts that I considered facts, and this is just how it is, this is just what is expected of me, that's when I began to realize, no, that's not the case. That is not the case at all. And that's when I realized there's just, there has to be a better way. And I'm here to tell you that there is, but the only way in order to get there in order to be happy and successful and on your terms, right? It's to stop and figure it out. It's to stop doing, stop chasing your circumstances, stop chasing your strategies, just stop and get help, my friends. All right, that's it. My soapbox for the day. Thanks for hanging in there. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Lastly, Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now, remember, 
Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time, 